0: Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 82, Are Memories Repressed and Stored in Our Bodies? You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Before I tell you about repression and memories and body storage and all of that good stuff, I just want to quickly remind you that the Little School of Big Change starts three weeks from today. March 2nd, 2020 is when the spring 2020 course begins. I can't wait. So if you want to spend the next six weeks on this amazing adventure with us, and it really is an adventure, exploring who you are and how your experience works, why you feel the way you do, why you think the way you do. If you want to see life in a way that frees you from something that's been burdening you for a long time, maybe it's a habit or feeling like you're living in your head or worry or fear, whatever holds you back. Or if you just love this podcast, and I hope you do, and you're really curious about this new paradigm and what does it mean that we're innately healthy and really? Our mind fixes itself and all that awesome stuff. The Little School of Big Change, three weeks from today, is the place to be. So check out thelittleschoolofbigchange.com. You'll see a lot of details there, and I would love to have you in class. All right, on to the episode. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I want to talk about um, trauma and repressed memories. And what's the deal? What's the deal with repressed memories? when we're looking at them from the new paradigm? And what's the deal with, are these things stored in our bodies? Because these are questions I get all the time, all the time, right? That um, that we can have this repressed stuff, that it's stored in our bodies. And understandably, totally understandably, like that comes with a lot of fear. I mean, it, it's just not a nice feeling to consider that, There's all this hidden stuff buried in your psyche, repressed in your psyche, and that it's showing up in your body. It's stored in your body somewhere. It just has this feeling of of like it's going to come out and get you at some point. It's a very scary feeling thing. And I think the reality of it is not at all like that. So, um, So let's look at this a little bit. So do we repress if you will, memories. Um, Do we forget things, you know, again, all different words for a similar thing. Do we forget? Does our mind kind of hold things at bay? So hold things outside of our conscious awareness? Absolutely. No question. As far as I can see, I mean, even just in terms of forgetting and not having things consciously uh, present for us. We know that's the case. I mean, right now, like we only have so much space, right? There's only so much that can be there. So just, and this isn't about trauma or good things or bad things or anything. It's just like capacity wise, you know, there's only so much that can come into consciousness or that's kind of readily available for us in and conscious, conscious awareness in any given moment. And that makes perfect sense. Now, what we're really looking at, again, the way that people want to know about this, the questions people have is, yeah, but what if something happened to me a long time ago? I have these old memories and my mind is keeping them from me in a sense. You know, like they're, they're in there and I get little peaks of them perhaps, or they, they, come, they come into conscious awareness at some point. Is that a thing? And I think it's absolutely a thing. And I think it's completely driven by just wisdom. I mean, it It makes so much sense that we only have access to certain things at certain times, again, just for efficiency's sake, but also like there's there are certain things that I think we just kind of aren't ready for, or, or we don't, it's not the time for them, or maybe we don't know, we don't see them clearly, we, we can't handle, not that we can't handle them, but we don't see them in a way that would allow us to just kind of be with them in a way. And so I think completely wisdom driven, you know, it's all about that greater intelligence that for sure keeps things out of, out of our reach until we're, we're sort of ready for them. It's almost like there's this really wise, loving guard at the door of our conscious awareness and it and it just lets in you know what what we're ready for, what we can kind of handle in that moment. Now the good news in that is that if you believe what I'm saying, is that, you know, what's what's there for us, we can handle. And if if it's there, we can handle it. And if it's not there, it won't show up until we can handle it. So either way, when it's there, we can handle it. That just makes sense in a lot of ways, you know it's it's not a problem it's not at all a problem that that we don't see certain things or remember certain things. I think it's ultimately a solution like everything, like everything. if we understand the bigger picture of it, everything that we call a problem is really a solution in the end of the day. This all reminds me of um of uh in the book creator, Steve Chandler talks about his um, his ex-wife's uh, multiple personality disorder. If you haven't read that book and read the story of it, please get it. It's so good. Um, but he talks about how she, she developed multiple personality disorder and they had all these small kids and she had all these personalities. And as you can imagine, it was a little bit crazy for a while. And of course, you know, you have four small kids and now your wife has all these personalities and some of the personalities don't like the kids. Like, you know, it's, I've laughed because the way he tells it is so humorous and he sees the humor in it. But, you know, it's, it can for sure look like a problem. And, he talks about how he saw, he had some really massive insight around it um, and read his version of it, but really massive insight around seeing like, wow, this isn't a problem at all. This really is a solution. Just in terms of how the brain does that, it turns out she had suffered some some major trauma in the past that I, I don't know all the details, but maybe she wasn't even really aware of it. They didn't know, you know, that this was coming or anything. But, but the brain, when the brain, you know, experiences some kind of trauma like that, it does everything it can to only give us what we're ready for, what we can handle. It's always doing everything it's doing to try to help us. Bill Pettit talks about this all the time, even when it comes to um, bipolar and like manic and depressive swings. It's like, it's it's not this. Perfect, clean, neat, nice, quiet solution all the time. But even swinging from depression to mania, there's such wisdom in that if you look at it in that way. You know, if you see what the brain is trying to help us do. Of course, again, it's not the kind of solution or the kind of wisdom that we would order up if we could design it. But the, but it is driven by that. That's what's behind it, and I think it's so. So important to see, because again, when we're talking about repressed memories, the thing that makes it a problem for any of us is that we think it's a problem. We are afraid of it. We're afraid. We think at some point the floodgates are going to open. All these things are going to come to light. I'm going to feel some stuff that I can't handle. This is what's behind all of it. It's all going to come to light. I'm going to feel some feeling, some energy that I can't handle, and it's going to kill me. Some variation of that <laughs> is always, and that is, that is the problem. The fact that there's stuff that isn't even real anymore that happened in the past that we aren't consciously aware of, there's no problem in that. There's no problem at all in that. The only thing that feels like a problem is all of the fear all of the fear of what it all means and what it will do to us and how we can't handle a feeling. So I love like being able to look at the greater wisdom in this. Again, it's so hard to see sometimes and I totally get that. If my husband suddenly had multiple personality disorder, I guarantee I'm not gonna just instantly see the wisdom in that and say, oh, what a nice solution. (laughs) It's gonna look like a problem, right? But the more that we can just take a step back from our place right in the middle of it and see the bigger wisdom, the bigger intelligence behind all of this. It's a lot less scary, far less scary to see that there is this wise, loving guard kind of at the door of our conscious awareness that's just giving us what we can handle. That means if you're getting it, you can handle it. So often when people leave habits behind, and when they leave addiction behind stuff like this comes up old stuff stuff they hadn't thought about in years stuff they were you know that they weren't even aware of old memories all of that now again that can look to someone like a very scary thing in the thick of it but but that makes so much sense do you see why that happens so it's the fear piece. It's Again, it's not that they had some memories in there that they weren't aware of that. there's. If you're not aware of it, it's fine to some extent. I mean, for sure we feel this stuff on different levels, but by and large, if this stuff is repressed, I mean, that's the reason it's repressed, right? Is that so that you can kind of go on and live your life best you can. But what happens is we, we feel it a little bit and then we fear we have a hunch that there's more in there or we have little bits of memories and whatever it is we're filled with misunderstanding and misunderstanding breeds all of this fear so we feel something whatever it is some level of discomfort and we don't like it and so that's what drives us into habits and addictions and those habits and addictions they keep that discomfort it's kind of like repressed memories like repressing it right like they like push it down push it down just to the point where it's just kind of numbed. It's somewhat manageable because the habit or addiction has kind of taken the edge off it. And so when when then, of course, the habit or addiction becomes a bigger problem than anything else ever was, and we need to get rid of that. So when people find freedom from their habits and addictions, whatever was there starts to bubble up. I, now again, (laughs) when I see this, I I understand, like it's, it can be very scary, right? For the person in there saying, hey, I've been numbing this for five or 10 or 50 years. What is this feeling? I don't know what this feeling is, but from where I sit, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's it's life showing them you're ready for this. You can handle it. You're not doing that numbing thing. You're not running anymore. You're not pushing things away anymore. So let's give you what needs to Come up and move through. And that's exactly what it does, especially, it does it anyway. But, but especially, it doesn't have to be so painful and hard when we can see, oh, this is coming up so it can just come up and move through me. It's not going to get lodged anywhere. It's not going to, it's not going to just sit on your shoulder and taunt you for the rest of your life. Stuff moves, stuff meaning thought, feeling, right? It's just energy. It moves through us. So when someone finds freedom from some habit they had been doing forever, and then they start to get some kind of old memories or a bunch of emotion coming up, I think it's beautiful. That's awesome. It's a huge green light. It's a huge nod that you you really have moved past something and you are ready for this. It's just energy. And coupled with an understanding of what all of our experience is, that it's all safe, that it's all okay when we see it for what it is. None of it is us none of it is us. Then they get to feel that. Then it's like, not only are they finally free of their habit or addiction, but they're free of of that little niggling discomfort that for so long, it was never dangerous, but for so long, they were so afraid of it. They thought it was dangerous. They thought it meant something about them that they had to numb it away. So it's like this whole new level of freedom opens up. It's an awesome thing when that happens. But what are memories anyway? A memory is a thought, and it's a current, present moment thought. It really has nothing to do with the past, except that the content of it, the story that that thought is talking about, is maybe something that happened in your past. Other than that, it's not about the past at all. A memory is a present moment thought. It's an experience, that's a blip of energy that you experience right now in the moment, which is the only time we really can experience anything, right now in this moment. And it just so happens that the story or the content is giving you an old picture of something that happened a long time ago or telling an old story or replaying, bringing to life an old feeling that is old, that happened a long time ago. Now, like with any thought we tend to feel like oh this one's old i've felt this or thought it a million times therefore it must be important therefore it must mean something therefore it must live within me it is part of me something like that right well maybe not what if it's just what if it's just what's showing up right now today even if it's shown up weekly or daily or monthly for years like you know we can we can look at that and tell a story about that but we want to see that that's just us telling a story about it beneath that story we're just feeling energy right now in this moment and that's always the case always the case we're just having a picture in our minds or thinking some words up or feeling some stuff it's always happening always the case if we if we don't jump into what it all means and are just that way that our mind wants to connect dots and tell a bigger story, even about the stories that are showing up, you know, and then we're just here with it. It's a totally different experience. So can memories be stored in your body? Now, I'm not the authority on this. Let me just say that up front, but I think it's kind of a yes and a no. So Are they stored in your body the way that, you know, last season's boots are stored in the back of your closet? No. They're not stored like, you know, they're sitting there, like there's a memory that is a thing that's all packaged up that's sitting there somewhere in your body waiting to strike. There's no storage, as far as I can see, in that sort of way exactly. But again, if memory is just thought, Thought is just energy and and thought shows up as we know, like the thing we used to tend to think of when we think of thought is something that's more, not really in the new paradigm, but by and large, like outside world, most of the world, we think of something that's cognitive or verbal that has words attached. New paradigm, we know it's a lot bigger and broader than that, but thought Thought is all of that, cognitive stuff. It's all experience. It's feeling, it's emotion, it's, it's physical. So it has all, it's, it's one energy, one thing that has all of those angles, all of those facets. And so if you're having a memory or a thought, you feel it, you feel it physically. And when there's a bunch of thought there and especially when, you know, it looks scary to us or like we feel like we can't handle it or we don't want to remember it on some level. Or again, like the wise guard is just holding it at bay. We kind of don't see things in a in a clear way to be able to handle it for what it is in that moment. We feel that. It's there. It's like it's thought, and we feel it in our bodies. And the way that often manifests in our bodies is as some sort of tension or something in your muscles, or or eventually as some kind of chronic health issue, right? So, and it's in that sense, yes. I mean, we memory is kind of stored. I don't like that word "stored," but it's there in our bodies because that's what thought is. Thought, like, and that's what what physical issues are, is made of thought. So it's all, all one thing. And when we're in fear, or we're pushing things away or whatever, consciously or unconsciously, we're going to feel the effects of that physically in one way or another. And it's, and it makes perfect sense that people took that leap or say, oh, see this, this is your psychology stored in your body. That just makes sense. Now, again, <laughs> it's, it's a solution. It's not a problem. Thank God we feel it in our bodies. Thank God, because that tension, that fibromyalgia, that chronic fatigue, that depression, that anxiety is there to show you that stuff is ready to come up and move through you. That's what it's for. Thank God it's stored in that way. That's what it's for. We feel it, And we see, oh, there's stuff here that I can kind of relax into, that I can loosen into. We're tight. We're pushing it away. We're afraid. We think we can't handle it, whatever it may be. It keeps knocking at the door so that we can relax and we can see. Now, again, I completely understand how that can feel like a really scary thing because we think if I relax, oh my gosh, then it's really going to get me. So on some level, we keep ourselves tenser and tighter because now there's something dangerous in there and I could feel the effects of it. And, you know, or, or now I have fibromyalgia and now I have that to add to my list of problems. And that does it I feel like it, it adds another problem and it adds more layers of tension because we're thinking of that as another problem. But if we can just look at this from up in our airplane for a minute, take the big picture view of it, look down and see, wow, what an incredible system. We just feel what we think and we don't feel what we think only emotionally. We feel it as a tightness or a tension and that's always there to show us, hey, the more we relax, the more all this is just gonna move and flow freely through us. I think any coach who's been coaching for a while or any therapist or helper who's been at it for a while has seen several examples of someone who... Um, comes finds peace around something and suddenly some physical thing vanishes. I've seen this many times where someone forgives their abuser. And I don't mean to their face necessarily or anything like that, but finds a way like sees the psychological innocence in their abuser or lets go of some resentment or understands, you know, has has an insight or a new thought or a new level of compassion or understanding for some event or some person or some circumstance that they had been in some way holding on to. Some anger falls away and suddenly their chronic back pain is gone or their energy comes back or whatever it may be. And there are big and little examples of this. I mean, shoulder pain and Neck pain and back pain are like just the tip of the iceberg. there's obviously, and it's the exact same thing, just to a different degree. People have what they call enlightenment experiences, and their cancer goes away or they suddenly their their vision is restored to twenty twenty vision and they don't need their glasses anymore like you know these things happen. you can find examples and you can find stories of them out there. but I think it's I think it's so cool to see that that's that's really what we're talking about now. I'm always hesitant to share these stories because the last thing in the world that I'm ever saying or ever want anyone of you to think is that if you're struggling with something, it's your fault because you haven't let go of something. Like you're pushing thought away or you must be afraid or you're afraid to feel. This is on you to relax and, and let you know, old memories come up and let the stuff move through you. And if you do, then your pain will go away. I'm not saying that at all. I'm really not. As soon as we turn it that way and make it about us and something we need to do to manage, we're right in the middle of it. Like, it's just, there's nothing helpful about that. We just want to take a step, like, way up, way high level, and just get a feel for how this system works from way up there, you know, in the bigger picture of it. When our mind, when when what moves through our mind feels rigid and tight and personal, our body, Responds in like our muscles hear that and feel that and they tighten. Our emotions are different. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And when we relax, when we see, oh, this isn't me. When we have some kind of insight, when we have a sense of who we are beyond our psychology, or we feel safe in our experience, or whatever, your muscles take a deep breath and say, "Oh, okay. We don't have to hold on so tight. Everything's okay." And In a bigger way, I'm sure lots of things physically just kind of come back in a sense, like they just kind of let go. And because our nature is health, physical, mental, spiritual, all of that, because that's our nature and that's what wants to happen. It's kind of the default. The less we're in the way in any way, the more we're just relaxed and open and fluid, the more things are going to begin to move in that direction. So again, all of that taken together, it makes perfect sense why people say that this stuff is stored in your body and oh no, repressed memories, that's a bad thing. But I really hope that this little conversation can help you kind of see it in a bigger picture way. You know, none of that, like its it has that fear factor <laughs> built in. This is stored in my body and if I let my mind go anywhere, what's gonna come out? what if it isn't like that at all? What if that's just a thought of fear that's layered on top of all this? And truly it's like, yeah, your body reacts to what you believe about thought and you know what, or what you believe about who you are and how life works and where your security comes from, all of that. And there's a lot of really, really great news, a lot of good to see in all of that, who you really are and where your security comes from and how your experience works when you begin to look toward it. So that's all, it's that simple. Like, let's just look in that direction and know that whatever's coming up, we can handle. And whatever is happening in some way, whether we can see it in our specific lives or not, we often can't, and that's okay. It is driven by wisdom. There is a bigger intelligence behind it that makes perfect sense and that always has your best interest at heart, that always loves you, whether you can see that in your personal individual life with your mind, many of us can't most of the time and that's totally okay, but you can you cannot see it in your life and still know that it's true in the big picture. Hey, are you registered for the free webinar on finding freedom from binge eating and overeating that's happening tomorrow? The webinar is Tuesday, February 11th and you can register at dramiejohnson.com slash webinars and again it's totally free and next week i have another free webinar for you this one's going to be on anxiety and worry and more specifically seeing anxiety and worry in a way that changes everything so that one hour webinar on anxiety and worry is tuesday february 18th and you can register at that same page dr slash webinars if you struggle with either of these issues i really would love to see you there